0: Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So, I'm going to share with you a story that relates to getting insulted. I have to say that getting insulted is probably one of the best things I do in my life. (laughs) Really, I can get insulted so quickly and so easily, and yet I have learned that through practice, how I can consider not getting insulted, and not only that, but actually manifest that so that I'm not dependent on what other people say or think of me, so that I can continue living the life that I want to lead. So before we start, I would like to just take a moment and invite you to my Getting Unstuck group on Facebook. I started this group before I published my book, which was in 2016. And I intentionally wanted to coach people through difficult stuck spots. That was like the purpose of me creating this group. But it didn't take me too long to realize two things. One, that people didn't necessarily want to share their stuck spots to the world on Facebook, even though it's something that I am doing. And two, For those who were willing to share, I realized I needed a different way, a different venue to work with them. And it certainly wasn't going to be in a Facebook group. So while the group is still called Getting Unstuck, and while I post my podcast episodes there and I post quotes and live videos and teachings, what I'm going to start focusing on in that group is engaging the community on a daily basis to start commenting on my posts, which will be prompts regarding emotional well-being. For example, this week, I posted on Sunday, Sunday self-care. And I asked people to comment on my post, writing down or maybe taking a picture of one thing that they would like to focus on for that day for self-care. Monday was Miracle Monday, where I reminded the community that when we get stuck, we are oftentimes blinded to the miracles that are right in front of us. And so I encourage them to comment on my post, writing or taking a picture of a miracle in their lives. Tuesday, the day that I release my podcasts, will be the day in the group where people can share any success stories they have with getting unstuck. And on Wednesday, I'm going to call it Wednesday Window, where I'm going to post a photo every Wednesday. And you, the community members, can comment on what you see in that window. And this is going to be a practice to help us recognize and remind ourselves that we all have different perspectives and ways of seeing things. Thursday will be a focus on gratitude, thankful Thursday, and Friday will be something called the blessing of both, which my friend Esther inspired and taught me. So this new custom that I'm creating is going to be new to the group members who have been there and who have been with me for a while, and there are over a thousand people in that group so far. So if this interests you, and I do hope it does, please consider joining me. It's really a wonderful practice to create gratitude and positivity in your life and with other people. So the name of the group is called Getting Unstuck, and the link is in the show notes. righty, so let's talk about getting insulted, shall we? <laughs> okay, so the background to the story is that for as long as I can remember, I have been against getting a house cleaner. That's really a stuck story for another time, so I'm not going to go there. But just to let you know, for a long time, I have never had a house cleaner, and I've been doing my best to clean the house on my own. So I did actually go through the stuck method to get myself unstuck from that situation. And this was like a couple of months ago. So I hired a house cleaner. And so the house cleaner came to the house before starting, you know, to like look at the house. Uh, see what size the house was, talk about how often she would come um, to tell me what she charges. And that brief meeting seemed to have gone pretty well. And we came to an agreement and she said that she would start the following week. So everything seemed fine. And I was like on cloud nine because even though I was stuck for so long on not wanting to hire a house cleaner, doesn't mean I never really wanted a clean house. I do. I love being in a clean house and I love being in a straightened up kind of house. I'm just not very passionate about cleaning and straightening up, especially straightening up after my kids and cleaning their bathroom. So, about a half hour before the house cleaner came, I straightened up the house, right? Because <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do before the house cleaner comes so that she can clean. Anyway, so while I didn't, you know, dust and do the windows and wash the floors, I definitely picked up the kids toys and I put books away and I gathered newspapers that were all over the house, because they're always all over the house. And by the time the house cleaner came, I have to say the house looked, you know, pretty good. I mean, it didn't smell, you know, like lemony, fresh, clean, but it looked neat. And for me, that was like half the battle. Um, Okay, one more thing I forgot to mention, the house cleaner agreed to clean for four hours each time, that's it. And she said she was available every other week. And actually, that seemed fine to me, because I told her that during the four hours that she would clean, that I would commit to cleaning alongside her, another part of the house. And that way, we would get more of the house clean on that day. So she came to the house. And I told her not to worry about getting the entire house clean each time because you know, you can't do that in four hours. And I asked her just to start with one room, you know, like my kids, one of my kids rooms and just do a really good job and do the bookshelves and please do the windows. And when she was done with that one room, just go on to another one. And it didn't matter how long it would take, I told her. I told her I'd rather her do a really good job in one room than try to like clean the whole house and just do like a so-so job. So she started to clean one of my kids' bedrooms and I started to clean the kitchen and the family room areas. And before I knew it, four hours passed and I went to look for her and she said she was finishing up. So I took the opportunity to just kind of like look over and see what she did. So I went to the first bedroom where she started and I took my index finger and I brushed it along the bookshelf and there was dust on my finger. And I was like, hmm, that's not a good sign. And then I went to the computer room where I noticed she also apparently cleaned and I did the same thing and, and I noticed the same result. There was dust. And I was like, should I say something? Should I not say something? You know, I don't want to embarrass her, but of course, I'm paying her, so I gently called her over and I showed her what I noticed, and she got really defensive. She was like, I I can't do the entire house; it's impossible to do it all in four hours. And I was like, I, I know, I know. Don't you remember? That's what I told you in the beginning. You can just do you know, two rooms, do whatever you can in four hours, just do a really good cleaning. That's all I really wanted. And, you know, she looked at me kind of quizzically. And she started to get her shoes on. And then she looked up at me, and she's like, can I tell you something? And I was like, yeah. And then she was hesitant. She didn't say anything. And I started to get curious. Like, what what is she afraid of saying to me I was thinking she was gonna say you know she decided not to clean the house or you know it's too much for her or something like that but she said you won't be insulted and I was like insulted what I'm like what what am I gonna get insulted about what she doesn't like my house she doesn't like the colors you know the furniture (laughs) and I said no I won't get insulted I just tell me what's what's wrong And she prompted me again, are you sure? Are you sure you won't get insulted? And I was like, okay, this is crazy. What the heck is going on here? And then she said, I just don't want to insult you. That's all. And finally, I was like, I was like, almost like half yelling. I'm like, look, you're not going to insult me. Believe me, this is the work I do in the world with getting unstuck. You cannot insult me. Don't you know that? You can't control how I feel only I am in control of my feelings. It doesn't matter what you say or how you say it or in what tone you say it. I can't control what you say or what you're going to say or how you're going to say it. I can only control my response to it. (laughs) And she looked at me like I had two heads. But I don't know, maybe I didn't say it as fluently in Hebrew as I would in English. But anyway, I think she understood what I meant. And so she started to speak. She said, listen, your house is really dirty. <laughs> I just I just was laughing. I was like... She was all she was like, You're not upset? You're not mad at me? I was like, that's what you wanted to tell me? That's what you were afraid that I was gonna get insulted by? Of course my house is dirty, that's why I hired you. <laughs> I couldn't get over it. It was just so funny. You know, so many people are nervous to speak their truth. Like this woman, she really wanted to say something to me, but it was out of fear. You know, she was, I mean, you know, now that I think about it, she was stuck, right? But of course, this isn't about her. This is about me. On the other hand, you know, I'm really grateful that she was sensitive, but at the same time, it's because of people like me that get insulted so easily that I think causes people in the world to be afraid to open their mouths. Anyway, I didn't get stuck. Or, or if I did, it was like a nanosecond. I went straight to see, consider, don't get insulted. I knew she wasn't trying to hurt me. I knew she wasn't trying to ridicule me. She was just, you know, speaking her truth. And the truth of the matter is, I agreed with her. So, you know, so many people in your life are going to speak in ways that you won't like, and that may even be perceived as insulting. But you know what? You have no control over them. You have no control over other people, how they speak, what they think, even though you really, really, really want to, right? I mean, I know you do. We all want to control other people, don't we? We want people to like us, we want them to know that we're really good people, we want them to know that we're trying so hard, right? But the truth of the matter is we have no control over them. And they are going to say whatever it is they want and the only thing we have control over is our thoughts and our feelings and how we choose to respond. I didn't get insulted, why? Well, the only reason I would have felt insult is because a thought that would have created that feeling of insult. But I had no thoughts about what she said. I mean, I had a thought, right? I agreed with her. Yes, the house is dirty. Yes, it needs to be cleaned. Yes, that's why I hired you. That's why I'm not insulted. Now think for a second, if I had a thought that my house was sparkling clean and like dust free, and I hired this woman to clean the house, and she said to me that my house was dirty, then maybe my mind would have wandered to thoughts like, who is she to say such things about my house? Or she's so rude? Or doesn't she realize that it's so obnoxious what she's saying? You know, things like that. And instead of laughing with her, perhaps I would have felt anger towards her. Can you see that? In other words, she could have said the same exact thing your house is dirty. And I could have had a different reaction, simply because of the thoughts in my mind. And that's what this is all about, my dear friends, our thoughts, and how they create our feelings, and how we always, 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 always have control over what we choose to think. And therefore, we always have control over how we feel. Always. So the house cleaner said the house was dirty. I reiterated that the next time she comes, please, you know, take your time, do whatever you can in four hours. Don't worry about getting to the whole house. And I thought that she got the message. So like two weeks pass, and I'm all prepared again for her to come at 730 in the morning. But 730 comes and goes and she doesn't show up. And I gave her the benefit of the doubt. And I waited a few minutes. And she still didn't show. And then a half hour passed and she still didn't show. So I called her and her phone was off, right? It like went straight to voicemail. And then I called like every half hour or so for the next few hours and she didn't answer. And then I tried the next day, the next, and she didn't answer, but at that point I could tell that her phone was on. So I knew that she saw that I was trying to call her. Anyway, I bumped into her a few days later and I was like, hi. And she said, hi. And she didn't say anything, which was so weird. So I asked her if everything was okay. And I reminded her that I was expecting her to come to my house a few days before that. And her response was like, yeah, I decided I didn't want to clean your house. (laughs) I'm like, okay, this is just getting funnier and funnier. I mean, (laughs) the truth is, I was in such shock I I really wasn't expecting her to say that that I just laughed out loud. But then I quickly got over that shock and instead I I got upset because I want to because I hired her and she said that she was going to clean my house. But within seconds I caught myself. I knew that I was stuck and I got myself unstuck. S I took a stop. I just closed my eyes. I took an inhalation. T I told myself what emotion I was feeling which was like fury like I was so furious and disappointed you uncover what was I thinking I said to myself I believe she should have told me right she should have answered my calls she should have called me back and then of course I I investigated that that thought and I'm well is that 100% accurate should she have called me the nice thing would have been she would have called me should she have called me you know I'm not in charge of her I don't know for sure C. Consider. I considered, you know what? I don't want her to clean my house. I don't want this woman cleaning my house. That's what I considered. And within less than a second, I got myself unstuck. I mean, I did say to her, you know, it would have been nice if you would have let me know. But I just left it at that I could have gone on and on and on. But I just, I didn't allow myself to stay stuck in fury and disappointment. She wasn't worth it, and my health was very much worth it. You know, when she told me my house was dirty and I didn't get insulted, that was easy because we were in consent, right? I believed what she believed. But this time, I didn't get insulted by her, not because I thought that the way that she acted was appropriate, because I certainly did not, but because I just didn't allow her to insult me. And I have to say it feels so good to be able to get unstuck and feel in control. It feels so empowering, almost, you know, like you can handle anything, any situation that comes your way. Really, it's like awesome. And as I walked away from her, I K okay, I held myself in self-compassion for getting stuck in the first place, even though it was for just a couple of seconds. My friends, we can get insulted so easily, but I would guess 99% of the time, if not 100% of the time, the people who you feel insult you, they don't necessarily have any intentions of insulting you. If anything, the negativity that may be coming from them is coming from a place of pain and suffering, but having nothing to do with you. Can you take a moment and bring to mind a time where you felt insulted? Maybe a spouse or a coworker or a neighbor said something or acted in a way that was just so insulting. Can you imagine yourself in that moment now? And rather than feel insult, can you consider just not being insulted? Can you consider that their words were not meant to hurt you? I realize this may be difficult, but remember, getting unstuck is a practice. And the more you practice breaking down your stories and going through the stuck method, the more it will become second nature. Trust me, but it takes practice. So please join me over in the Getting Unstuck Facebook group where we will practice getting into the mindset of gratitude and positivity for our emotional well-being. It is also there where I will be announcing the upcoming challenge next month and the Getting Unstuck course and more exciting ways to work and engage with me. So please consider checking the Getting Unstuck Facebook group out. That is it for today, my dear friends. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.